Rebecca Saunders is a seven-figure global video production business owner. She's also an online educator, a fearless, fabulous crusader of empowering business owners to purposefully create video content, which aligns in this digital age as the fastest way to build trust, convey credibility and amplify your message in a competitive economy. She has a production company and a recording studio in Sydney and describes herself and her team as video ninjas. Rebecca is a sought after video strategist and producer who builds brands through impactful video. Because of her passion for video creation and the power that it has for small businesses, Rebecca has an online course called DIY for Video Makers, and she also supports video production businesses. Yep, she teaches the pros how to run their video production businesses, so she really knows her stuff. And in this episode, we chat about overcoming mindset hurdles specific to video creation, We talk about strategy for reels and must have videos for your website. And she also shares loads of tips and hacks to help you when creating video. I also asked her about the recent visit that she made to Necker Island with Sir Richard Branson. This woman is a powerhouse and I cannot wait to share our conversation with you. Hello, I'm Donna Han, a business coach and online course creator. And this is the She's in Business podcast. You can think of me as your business bestie, who's a few steps ahead of where you are right now. As a mum with young kids fueled with ambition and determination, I know what it's like to work when they sleep. After creating and selling three businesses, I've learnt the lessons, made mistakes, and I understand the daily juggle and the hustle. I also know what it's like when the wheels start to wobble, relationships fray, and burnout taps you on the shoulder. That was my world until I reshaped and transformed the way I ran my six-figure business. Today, I help women transform their businesses and go from being the overwhelmed entrepreneur, feeling exhausted and on the road to burnout, to becoming the thriving entrepreneur, feeling energized, empowered, and fulfilled within their chosen business lifestyle. If you love the creativity, the challenge, and the buzz of building and growing your own business, but you wish there was a way to somehow find a beautiful balance to avoid the path of burnout, then you're right where you need to be. This podcast is designed to inspire your business journey and help you to stop spinning your wheels, be more present with your family, and take the time to pause, rest, and rejuvenate because I want you to burn bright instead of burning out. So I'll share my practical strategies to inspire you to create a lifestyle that you love. And I'll invite other entrepreneurs to share their real life stories too, because I want you to know that you are not alone. You can be the savvy entrepreneur that you were born to be and enjoy the freedom to do the things and be present with the people that mean the most to you. So if you're ready to rise to the next level and build a business by design, this is the She's in Business podcast for mums who are made for more. Welcome to another episode of the She's in Business podcast. Today, I am joined by Rebecca Saunders. Thanks for coming on the show, Rebecca. Thanks for having me, Donna. I'm looking forward to our chat. Yeah. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business. Sure. So um, my name is Rebecca Saunders. I am known by my clients and in the industry as the Video Ninja. Um, I run and operate a global video production company. uh, So operating in Australia, New Zealand, the UK and America. And in the last couple of years, I've actually been teaching DIY video. The demand for video has gone skyrocketing through the roof. Um, And so we have launched and 
toolkit for business owners and course creators called the Video Academy, which I teach people how to do it themselves online. Beautiful. And I love to share uh, business journeys because people who are listening, uh, maybe at the beginning of their business journey, they may have maybe like a few years in. And as you and I know, there is always a journey that we go through as business owners. It's no one straight line. So would you mind telling us a little bit about your business journey thus far? Oh, okay. So I started my business back in 2012. Um, I had a dream of living in Australia and my background isn't actually in video, Donna, at all. I started my business to sponsor myself to stay in the country. So very convoluted way of doing things, not going to lie. My background's in journalism and media. Um, I built my company in the video space doing very much the copywriting and script writing piece of it that was part of my um, visa requirements. That was what I was qualified to do. Um, And so that's how the business started. You know, we started it. That was my end goal for the business. It was just for me at the start, a means to an end. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's just snowballed. You know, I think one of the things um, for me that's been the biggest piece was, and it's scary to say out loud when I want to try and think about what the, you know, what possibly could be the next thing in the next decade. But um, it's when I first moved here, I had the mentality of, right, people are either going to love me or they're going to hate me. So I'm just going to say what it is I've created. And if people love it, then we'll go with it. And so I was telling people that I had a nationwide video production company from almost day one. Mm. Now it's global, right? Mm. Like at the time, I didn't have any crews in Perth. But if you had a job in Perth, I'd figure it out. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Now it's a very tight book of videographers that I use across the country in all my crews. So it's not as though I pick a random freelancer out of the sky and hope for the best. You know, they're very cultivated. Um, It's definitely progressed a lot there. But yeah, that was my, my background. And I've been doing it now for 10 years and it has evolved. The industry for us has evolved a lot. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a fun one. That's for yeah. sure. Amazing. And so um, I didn't know that about you, that you started the business to keep yourself in the country. That's right. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and so how did it go from like more journalist and script writing to video though? Cause like. Mm. So um, when I moved here, I was going to networking events all over the place and I happen to be in lots of creative spaces, right? Lots of creative um, networking spaces. And it dawned on me that creatives are really great at being creative. They're not so good at being business savvy. And so my way of bridging the gap back then was to be that project manager, script writer person that decoded what the creative talk was and also decoded what the client talk was and brought them together. Uh-huh. So that was really my role. Um, and I, I just saw, for me, video was going to be a big thing. Back mm-hmm. then, it really wasn't huge, but I, I bet on the right horse. <laughs> You've picked a winner, that's for sure. So um, I know that you, well, my impression of you, which I love, is you're like a no BS kind of girl. Let's get in there. Let's talk the stuff. So let's get into it. In the world of 
marketing, as you said, there's been a huge shift towards video for a long time now. Mm. And most business owners will acknowledge that they need to get in there and do some video. Yet it can be so difficult to get in front of the camera and video yourself. So let's start from the perspective of mindset for video creation. What are the common blocks that you see for for business owners when it comes to video? Sure. So there's a couple of them. Number one is uh, we, as individuals, we have uh, the ability with social media now very much so to spiral ourselves into comparinitis. Mm -hmm. So we look at others who are maybe in our industry or that we're aspiring to be like, and we try and benchmark where we need to be to where they're at. Mm. And so, for example, you could look at videos created by um, Marie Folio and Gary Vee and all of the, you know, the big people that have been doing it, newsflash for decades, right? Yeah. Like they've been creating content for a very long time. And so we look at videos and go, oh, I'm just not good enough. Uh, like my, like, oh gosh, no, my video doesn't look like that. And we're comparing video one with video 10,000, right? So that's the first thing that people get stuck on. Um, so what I like to say is if you're really, if you're stuck in that mindset of you're not good enough, take 10 minutes, scroll back to the beginning of their YouTube channels. And if you're lucky, you'll find their video one and you can see what it was really like, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, Because we've all got to start somewhere. The second thing I think people struggle with is they don't like the sound of their own voice Mm -hmm. and they don't like what they look like on camera. Um, My hack for that is just don't watch it back. <laughs> you know, um, you know, unless you're going to crazily waffle or you've stuffed something up and need to reshoot it, um, don't bother yourself with looking at back and critiquing yourself because you're not your own target market. Mm. You know, it's it's your audience, um, and if you're not sharing that content, they're not going to hear you or see you or know of your existence. And so, I think one of those things there is. For starters, remember that no one likes the sound of their own voice. If you think about having to record your voicemail, like even the sentence, and you listen back going, oh, no, okay, well, that will do. Um, that's exactly what video video and podcasting is, right, Donna? Like how often yeah. do you listen back to your episodes? You know, it's a really hard thing to do to listen and to your own voice. So don't do it. Yep. If you can, just, just, just don't do it. So there would be the two sort of big things. Third one, be a Sean, don't be a sheep, <laughs> right? Do things your way. Find yeah. a way that makes you stand out and you comfortable. If you're not a hand talker, don't talk with your hands. If you are a hand talker, don't try and sit with them still. You know, it's finding your own style and vibe and not trying to be someone that you're not. Yeah. And each of those things that you just covered are the things that I hear all the time when my clients say to me, I want to, I know I need to get onto video, but you look so natural in the way that you do it. And I see this person do it and I can't do that. And I'm like, well, you can. And as you said, it's how 
we start like you know it's not how necessarily how they their very first video is nothing compared to what they're doing now so don't compare yourself to that and I also loved what you said in regards to um you know not watching your videos back maybe later on down the track when you're feeling more comfortable it's a good idea too because you can pick up on a few things that perhaps you'd like to adjust but um it's not necessarily something that you need to do at the beginning so I love that you raised those points yeah no I wouldn't be looking back it will just put you off going again (laughs) (laughs) so um I want to talk about reels for a moment because like it's the big thing at the moment and it has been for a little while it's tip to continue to stick around for a while um you know, and it's one of those things that we see all the time. We feel like we need to do to keep up with the trends. And, you know, I do reels. Yes, it's fun when I'm in there and doing it, but it's that churn and burn kind of content that you do it and it's there for a while and then you're on to the next one and it can feel like exhausting it can be complicated you've got like transitions and audio and outfit changes like it's bloody exhausting so what are your thoughts on reels oh okay personally I agree with you I find it very exhausting to keep up with the demand of the creation of the content particularly when you've got to be creating different content for different platforms etc etc so I think one of the key things that I've been able to navigate with Reels for for us and and our clients is, and it it comes down to sitting in a repurposing mindset. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is you're, you're recording a video. So for example, if we take this podcast and we're recording this video, from this video, we could take this middle vertical section out of the video sure will be cropped in really close but you could take a sound bite and turn that into a reel or a story piece or something like that so it's not necessarily real wise to need to dance point you know do it to the music do those fancy transitions sure they've got their place but you don't have to make all of them like that because that for me I think is the most exhausting piece it's Mm -hmm. what music track do I use how do I get that transition right? Like this is really fiddly on my phone. You know, if you've got time and you want to have fun with it, go spend half an hour, an hour having fun and making one and giving yourself the option and the opportunity to have that time to do that. Mm-hmm. I think if you're creating a lot of reels and wanting to create a lot of content, taking what you've already got and cutting it into something suitable for the platform yeah. is a winner, an yeah. absolute winner. I really find the templates on reels super handy. So, you know, um, if you are unaware of that, if you're listening, when you go and you're viewing reels, you can actually sometimes see that there's like a little, I guess it's like a label that says template. And if you click on that, it actually will bring up almost like, um, what would you call it? Like a, uh, it is a template, but like you drop scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Drag and drop. So you drag and drop in your video or photographs or whatever, and it kind of um, choreographs it to the beat of the music. And that can save a hell of a lot of time, a hell of a lot of time. Right. So I think if we were moving to templates and and we're using that and templates was where I was next going, right? Because you've got your stuff you already got that's one take wonder and you're taking sound bites. You've then got templates that 
does half the hard work for you. So on templates, as business owners, we kind of forget how interesting our lives are Mm. when it's our day to day. So when you're going through your day to day life with, you know, with your business, take a couple of seconds of just video of whatever you're doing. Now, for those of you listening that go, I don't want to show people inside my private life. I don't want to show my whole world on the internet. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, if you've got a beautiful notebook or you do candles or, you know, you're journaling today or whatever, you're making videos today. Here's the behind the scenes. Take a few snippets of video content, even just a few seconds, because it's that that works in the real templates. Mm. Those tiny little bits, um, those nice stills that you take. So start collecting them on your phone. If you're a systems person, you can put them into folders if you really want to go that OCD. Um, But start collecting that content because that's what's going to help you in creating that content as you go. If you get into a rhythm, it's far easier to batch create. Yeah, for sure. And I also in my Instagram account will create folders to save different reels Mm -hmm. so that I can come back to them and find them. Because sometimes I'll save the audio and then go, oh, but what was, what was I going to do with that? The inspiration with that one? (laughs) (laughs) Whereas if I'm actually saving the reels and putting them into folders and, you know, as again, depending on how OCD you are, how you want to structure those folders out, but at least then you can find them and as you say then you've got the content in those little snippets that you've been saving into your phone to drag into those templates and away you go exactly exactly and I think you can you should give yourself permission to watch reels for inspiration set a timer on it because you can go down a rabbit hole um, (laughs) and set a timer on the creation of it you know I think like anything video is one of those pieces reels or not one of those things you can completely overthink and spend way too much time doing something that should have been really simple. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I actually do that when I, whenever I'm creating reels in my head, the mantra is done is better than perfect. Correct. Done is better than perfect. Because otherwise you could spend a whole freaking day on a 30 second clip of right. video. Um, and no one's going to notice the little tiny things that you're doing that you wish you were doing differently no one's going to pick that stuff up so exactly exactly so yeah give yourself permission set yourself a time limit love it as a mum and business owner myself making time to create fresh new festive social media content ahead of the christmas rush is so time consuming so i have a little gift for you that will save you loads of time so that you can spend that time making happy christmas memories with your loved ones my gift to you this year to thank you for being a listener to this podcast is 25 christmas canva templates that you can download for free and personalize to your social media content for december to get my gift to you go to donahan.com forward slash silly season Let's move away from social media content for a minute because I, it's not videos, not all about social media. What would you say is the most important or a starting point, I guess, for creating video for, for uh, say, for example, your website? What are the key videos that you think people should have? You know, product, service-based business doesn't matter, but like what, what would you recommend? So I think the number one video you need as a business regardless is your promo video and now that doesn't have to be a bright shiny mega transition highly polished uh promotional jazzy video that mm. could simply be a talking head of you 
what you do and why you do it. Mm. But essentially this video will sit on your homepage. Um, you could also share it on socials and send it to prospective clients that says, this is who I am. This is what we do. This is why we do it. Come mm-hmm. work with us, right? That, that, in a nutshell, that's kind of what it is. That's number one. Uh, every business should have that. And I've seen some really successful videos that are really plain and simple. Talking head, 60 seconds. This is why I do what I do. You know, just don't overthink it. You know why you do what you do. Just speak it to camera and have it there. I've seen that be really successful as well. Um, hyperlinked to the bottom of email signatures. Ah, yeah, okay. You know, like want, want to learn more about us? Like, here's the video. And when you're on Gmail, like, YouTube videos come up as window tiles in an email. So they're quite visible for people to watch. Like yeah. clearly it's a video. So that'll be number one. Number two I like is, hmm, I'm going to toss it up between frequently asked questions mm-hmm. and client testimonials. Now, I'm going to say they're interchangeable because it depends on your industry and what's easier for you to create. Okay. But if you start with frequently asked questions, think about all the questions that people are constantly asking you about your business or your service. Write a list of 12 and just start creating the content for it. Talking through that service. Answer the question in a video. Okay. And to make that really natural... Would you suggest having someone ask you the question and then you speak it? Or would you be like um, sort of stating the question and then going into the answer? You know, like at school where they say, when you answer this question, you need to repeat the question as you're writing the answer sort of. Yes. So I would repeat the question back in your answer. Yeah. Um, so people ask us all the time how to go about creating regular video content. The easiest way to do that is to write down your top 12 frequently asked questions jot them down, do a couple of bullet points to answer them, and then just read and answer those questions to camera. Yeah. You know, so if you can do that for your 12 videos, A, you've got 12 videos, B, you've answered all your questions, C, that's a whole heap of social and newsletter content. Yeah, repurposing. Completely. So put that repurposing hat on. The third one is your client testimonials. Testimonials, client testimonials, case studies, they have a whole heap of different labels. You can go to your clients, can you just shoot me a short video on your phone? Mm. Great, amazing. If you have the client with you and you're together, have a conversation and just, you know, snap them on your phone. If you're on a Zoom call, keep it recording. Listen Mm. to some cool stuff that they've said. If you've got an event business and you're running a lunch or a conference, set up a camera, get people excited, ask them to say some nice words. There are so many ways you can collect client testimonials, but you've got to do it in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's capturing it in the moment before that moment has passed. Very hard to go back and ask for someone to deliver a video testimonial six months later. Yeah. So it's kind of got to be part of your client process, like whether it be part of your offboarding, like, you know, when people have finished, you've completed the project for them or that kind of thing or it's partway through so I do both I do it partway through Um, Mm -hmm. when someone joins my program I send out an email halfway through to see how they've been going and invite them at that point and I also do it towards the end as well because I get different responses at different times Um, yeah and I also um, 
make sure that there's options there that if they don't feel comfortable in doing a video, because it's quite hard to get people to do videos that are your customers sometimes, that I always give them the option to do a written as well. So then you are capturing both. But I've been using Bonjoro to do testimonial videos because they actually have this new, it's in the beta phase, but you can actually send out a link and people can record their tutorial videos and it comes back to you through their app and then you can create a customer it's something like a a wall of love or something embed it into the code of your website and they will just roll through which is pretty cool it's pretty awesome right I know the guys behind that text do you (laughs) ah awesome following them for a very long time Yeah, yeah they're really really clever okay so when you look at videos as a professional what are the things that we don't pay enough attention to what do we forget to do or what are we not doing but should be doing okay so what we're not doing and what we should be doing uh number one really regardless of the type of video you are creating whether it's a polished one whether it's a social media one whether it's for you know your website or your services you've done it yourself call to action Uh, what's the purpose of people watching this video what do you want them to do next Mm. you want them to visit your website do you want them to subscribe to your mailing list would you like them to click on the box below and download something you know we forget the ask so someone's invested that two minutes or five minutes of their time and we haven't asked them for anything. You know, that's not building our database. That's not helping us as businesses grow. Mm-hmm. So it could be as simple as we release this video. We release videos like this once a week. We'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. You know, I send a video like this out every single week. Did you want to make sure it hits your inbox? Click the link below to give us an email so it lands, you know, that kind of stuff we forget. So I think calls to action is super important and it's the biggest thing that people forget to do. And I say that all the time as well, because I think human beings like to be invited to what's next. We're very polite. And so, you know, having that invitation when someone says to you in video or there's a call to action button that you need to click or we're creating you know written copy on our social media content there's always that there has to be that invitation to this is what you need to do next if you want x y or z so I love that you raise that exactly and we forget that people don't watch all of our content so you can have the same call to action on so many pieces of content because it still takes time for people to recognize that actually take the action you know they're not going to watch everything so we may sometimes feel like we're a bit of a broken record mm. in what we're talking about, but that's okay. You know, we actually need to keep that messaging consistent. Yes. So calls to action, keep the messaging consistent. They're probably the biggest things that people don't do. And then aside from that, maintaining eyeline is really important. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know we're doing, you know, some video and a majority of this is, is listening But if you've got your computer screen and you've got your webcam, and I'll try and picture this um, for people listening, but you, if you've got your view halfway down your screen, Mm -hmm. um, you'll find yourself looking down. And so the people on the call around you will go, oh, well, they're not paying any attention. They're not looking at the, they're not looking at the camera. Mm -hmm. That's the same when you're recording video. So it's really, really easy to watch ourselves and try and look at what we look like but we pull our eyes away from the camera which is where our audience is Mm. 
And so if we're recording videos, we either don't want to see ourselves. So we just look at the camera lens or the little dot on the webcam. Or we, if we're doing it on Zoom, we want to push everything to the top of the screen. Yeah. So that when we're feeling like we want to check ourselves out, the drop <laughs> of the eye line isn't too, isn't too obvious. Yeah. 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 And do you feel like you need to have, I know you're really great at helping people out with this, you know, having the right equipment, like sometimes that can be a blocker for people in, in going, well, all I've got is my phone or, you know, do I need to have a fancy camera or a fancy microphone, that kind of stuff. So what's your advice there if people are starting for the first time in doing this? What's the oh. best kind of equipment people should be aiming for? So I've actually got a guide, Donna, for RebeccaSonis.com forward slash DIY, which shows you for all the different budgets, what you could be using. And at a very, very low budget, as in spend a hundred bucks, um, take your phone, spend $50 on a tripod and literally use that and some headphones. You know, okay. the tripod is the helpful bit because that means that your phone's going to be steady. Yeah. So, you really don't need to spend any more money. You want to make sure that phone is steady and you're looking at the camera and you're in a quiet room. Mm. Level it up by using headphones like AirPods so you can hide that under your hair so that no one can see you're using it, but it's still a microphone closer to your face. Mm -hmm. So using a microphone of some form in a headphone, in an AirPod is better than nothing. Then you can look at stepping it up. But you don't need a lot of lighting Right now, I tend to, when I'm on Zoom calls, conference calls, I just use Google on my computer screen. Mm. White screen, brightness up really high. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Opposite a window, so the light's on you. Yeah. So you actually don't need to spend any money for it mm. to look good. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And it's such a good tip to use the, the backlight from your computer screen to light your face. And I love that because sometimes... You know, I travel a lot with my family. We do little weekend breaks all the time. Um, and in the caravan, it can be quite dark. You know, there's not a sometimes not a great deal of light when the awning's out and all that kind of stuff. And by positioning my laptop, as you said, with the Google screen on and the brightness up really high, it just gives that extra level of light across your face that yep. is, you know, really, really handy. So I love that tip. Oh, I love that. The number of people that I know, I'm going to add you to the list now that go, when I'm traveling in the caravan or the camping <laughs> that is the number one thing I love to use. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, who wants to like lug around a ring light or something like that? You know, yeah. we don't have time or space for that. No, yeah. not at all. Not at all. Hey, to wrap up, mm. I know that recently you went to Necker Island. I did. With Sir Richard Branson. And mm. I would love for you to share with us what was that experience like? Because, oh, my goodness. Oh, it's going to sound extremely strange. Um, but for me, it was incredibly grounding. Now, I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous in that it's Sir Richard Branson. It's his private island. Um, and we were privileged to be there with him. But it was very grounding not to have the hustle and bustle of everything else going on and to just be really present and yeah. so everyone was present in the conversations everyone was sharing their learnings listening giving advice there wasn't any phone signal around so unless you were near the block with the wi-fi you, you mm -hmm. didn't get any notifications 
And so I think for me, whilst the levels of conversation there were phenomenal, you know, I went there because I wanted to surround myself by people that were going to push me to the next level. Incredible. Um, So always be on the lookout for things that you can aspire to do. Put it on your vision board, strive for it, um, because it really is like dreams come true. Big thing, though, I would offer to take away now as a golden nugget is find those times to switch the tech off and be away from the hustle and bustle because the forcedness of that mm. and the presentness with the people that were there huge yeah that's huge where the gold is sensational yeah yeah because life is so fast-paced now mm. and I talk about this often well it's a part of what I do you know it's not just business related education and coaching it's also about self-care and it's about making sure you're present with the people who mean the most to you um and you should be one of those people you know like yourself and so I love that that was like the biggest takeaway what's it like to have a conversation with Sir Richard Branson (laughs) He, he is the most inquisitive curious and genuine person I think I have ever met he is so down to earth so down to earth um you know was joining us for for conversations remembered the things that we'd said remembered who was who genuinely down to earth but just so smart switched on curious and eager to know different opinions of different people Mm. yeah be I've always stay curious yeah, Love. I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, you were there with business chicks, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So tell me um, the experience of being around amazing women like Emma Isaacs and things like, and people like that. Yeah, I think when you can surround yourself by those big go-getters that have done the doing um, and who are always striving to learn and be more themselves, mm-hmm. it's the most uplifting and creative thing you can do. Right. I think as business owners, we all have those times of going, oh, God, am I doing the right thing? Like, this is insane. Like, Why am I doing it? And then you go and have conversations with people who have pushed to the next level. And it's, oh, yeah, that's normal. You just got to push through that to get to the next bit. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's being around. And it's again, this all sounds very strange and surreal, Donna, with me explaining the fact that I've been this is me sat on Richard Branson's private island, but it is. you know, it's one of those things where you go, okay, well, we're all just human. We all take our tea the same way, you know, slightly different, but we all drink tea. We're all human um, doing our thing. It's just, it's a mindset piece. Mm. It's mindset. All of it is mindset and curiosity and having those conversations and going, sod it, let's give it a crack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And, you know, we've circled back to the very place we started, which was all about mindset. Mindset and giving it a go. Mindset and giving it a go. And that is the thing about business. That is the thing about creating video. So what a wonderful chat we've had today. Thank you so, so much. I know that there are women who have will be listening to this right now going, this has been incredible so I'm going to make sure that in the show notes I link to your um rebeccasaunders.com forward slash DIY DIY yep that's where you find the equipment guide yep the equipment guide and then where can people find you if they want to follow you on Instagram or check out your website awesome so you can find me at rebeccasaunders.com 
-hmm. And on all social media platforms, I'm at the Rebecca Saunders. There is only one of me. The Rebecca Saunders. On that is amazing Instagram. that you're able to do that across all of your social. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. <laughs> well, thanks for chatting with me today. Um, and I can't wait to see where your journey continues um, as your business continues to grow with this new program that you've got coming out, which I'm excited. I'm really excited that you're actually going to be helping video production companies do their business better just as you have so gonna be fun watch the space space. (laughs) thank you so much I've had an absolute blast thank you for listening to this episode of the she's in business podcast if you enjoyed it please share it on instagram and facebook and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review on itunes be sure to include your business name and insta handle so I can give you a shout out too If you want to know more about what I do, the programs that I offer, then head over to www.donnahan.com and follow me on Instagram at Donna underscore Han underscore S-I-B. I hope this podcast inspires you to be courageous and take action in carving out your very own business by design, where you can avoid burnout and shine like the universe is yours.